Hey Fadies, I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 5, Episode 3 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for listening, it is wicked sweet to have you along with us. The Apple Squadeth are well and truly back in action, and this episode, they're joined by a very interesting new friend, played by Wellington comedian Jules Daniel. That's right, we've now got two Juleses on the podcast. We just had our live shows in Wellington in the days leading up to this episode's release, and oh man, they were awesome. Thank you to all the amazing people who came out to see our faces, hear our jokes, and taste our chaos. Mmm, taste the chaos. The recordings of those live episodes will be released in the coming weeks, as Chapter 5, Episodes 4 and 5. Right, what happened last time, you ask? Well, here's the recap. Banfor and Marley were summoned to the centre of Stonemore by an angry human man named Ben Edwards. Fueled by some kind of vengeful spirit, Ben was hell-bent on enacting his own personal vendetta on the Apple Squadeth for causing the riots in Dantonair and destroying his lifelong dream, owning a food wagon. They fought in the busy city centre and a number of spectators perished, but in the end the Squadeth was victorious. In the immediate wake of the battle, a large flying shape approached from the distance. So do we have a new character coming in? If they they like it. Oh, cool. If they decide that we're not terrible to play with. If they don't Aleran Windrush us. Yeah, if they don't (laughs) join us and leave. Um, So I also have abandonment issues. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. You'll be with us forever. (laughs) It shows and, and Oliver's shirt is gone. And Oliver's um, naked again. If you're concerned about the shirt, I have really bad news for you about my pants. <laughs> oh, God. It's so hot here. It's still like 27 degrees. It's really not fun. No. So this is going to happen, and I'll just dangle this up a bit. Yeah. Let's pretend that I'm wearing Thank a deep you. V, shall yeah. we? <laughs> just the deepest V. Top. You, yeah. As you know, there's video running (laughs) okay is there video running okay good i'll just be ahead i don't at the moment i'm not doing anything with the videos because i'm too damn busy to actually edit the videos but i've still got them running Alrighty, let's just crack into something whatever this is so um hey everybody this is the fate of ison chapter five episode three um the apple squadeth has recently returned to action uh, to very quickly summarize what has gone on is after the um, events at the end of chapter three they um, had a bit of sort of downtime I guess they had a week time skip during which time Banfor essentially made himself king of the vice district of Stonemore controlling basically a fifth of the largest city in the world whereas Marley did kind of the opposite and gave herself the quiet life in the way of looking after the Necro slash Podicon Inn to sort of remind herself of the tap room that she helped run with her family back on their cider orchard. Don't forget, um, while also going on a massive run for the Queen from a political advertising. That too. <laughs> at, at the end of this week of sort of R&R and self-care, hashtag self-care, they eventually got word of somebody standing in the centre of town calling them out very um, loudly and spectacularly, meaning that it was a spectacle, not that it was great. Um, <laughs> it was 
a human man called Ben Edwards, who, uh, when they finally arrived, announced that he had been sort of possessed by a spirit that was hell-bent on getting revenge for all of the chaos and destruction that they cause in their wake, including destroying his lifelong dream, the food cart that he ran in Dantonair, that was destroyed like by the concert. <laughs> destroyed by the concert that Marley created and that band four turned into a drug-addled circus. Zero <laughs> regrets on that. Yeah, I, I don't i'm not seeing any problems but that's cool <laughs> at the end of this fight uh with ben edwards uh, you killed his human body and you got some kind of inkling that maybe the spirit of vengeance that was possessing him either dissipated or left in, in the immediate wake a giant flying creature appeared on the horizon and it landed in your midst, and it was a huge wolf with giant eagle wings, which is Hodge 2.0, which is the <laughs> resurrected, new and improved version of Marley's animal companion, Wolf Hodge. I'm so excited um, to see Hodge again. <laughs> um, there is a large crowd that uh, was around the spectacle of the fight with uh, Ben Edwards. Um, they have given themselves a very large radius around you and this enormous wolf which could comfortably have two people riding on its back hint hint um (laughs) (laughs) if needs be and what you don't realize though is that hodge the wolf whisked something into being alongside him Um, so um we don't know that clearly just drop some meta knowledge on us you're about to learn it because oh, okay. uh, JD, why don't you introduce us to yourself and the character that has just appeared in their midst that they are currently unaware of? Like my human self, or just <laughs> the D and D character? <laughs> uh, one, 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 then the other. Unless one, you then the other, both. Pokenalostos. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm I'm also a Jewel, so I'm going to go by JD because that just feels simpler. Um, I do comedy here in Wellington as well. Um, I'm queer and trans and uh, apparently funny. <laughs> uh, my character is a uh, I'm a I'm a cloud demon. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> um, that's what you're seeing. <laughs> So we're seeing clouds? I'm com- I'm confused. What do you look like? I like a like a corporeal form as so, you know, last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm just like an amalgamation of some gases because I thought that was pretty chic. Um So am I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shaped sort of like a like a demon. Like what you'd imagine a demon looks like. Horns yeah. and stuff, but clouds. Cool. <laughs> I'm into it. I think that looks cool. And your, your cloud demon's name is? Right, well, I, I mean, do any of you speak Infernal? I do. No, Great. I don't. Hold on. Because Infernal. Check this. Uh, no, Abyssal. Sorry. Ah, ah, ah okay. Because in Infernal, it's like, it's like, <sighs> but um, it, <laughs> I guess, I guess in your common tongue. Yeah, it's, it's like um, Arcus. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Roman mythology, I believe, goddess of like wind or something—a bridge between gods and humans, something like wow. that. I mean, um, a, a little Aeolus bit of like 
it's it's Latin for a bow, I'm pretty sure, or like like archery. Um, and but it's also like a, a type of cloud formation. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. That is very cool. Um, okay. Yes. So, what none of you know, um, <laughs> including Arcus, is that so when Hodge's soul was sort of being forcibly dragged back to the material realm after his wolf body died it was sort of being thrown around between all the uh, a lot of various sub realms and sort of collecting up bits and pieces of other dead creatures as it went and as it passed through the realm that Arcus is from which I will let JD decide it will be a combination of like elements and weather plus some other facet of the gods, which you can either decide now or at a later date. So it could be something like death, chaos, life, community, any of the gods, Mm. Um, but mostly elements and weather. As Hodge's soul whisked through that realm, attached to it, just because it happened to be sort of wisping by at the time, uh, Arcus just sort of got dragged into the material realm with Hodge's reborn body. And so... Hodge flies down and lands in your midst, and what you don't rec- what you don't immediately recognize is there is sort of a, this cloudy form that uh, sort of drags in with him, and then begins to form up in the town square right in front of your eyes. I think we left Marley squealing. So <laughs> Marley's gonna stop squealing. What's happening? Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then, and then go. It's alive. <laughs> And then run screaming to Hodge <laughs> to give him the big uh, old Banff hug. Was That's instantly what's going to happen. Look over, sort of slightly contemptuously, and just mutter, "Well, it's alive, eh?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a big fan of composite creatures. <laughs> Banffor, what? Does 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 Hodge look like? complete like as you got like you know i'm, I'm imagining like <laughs> not the monsters like oh, right. sewn together you, you call a dog with nuts a complete male <laughs> uh, he looks like he is a complete creature he is not manufactured okay. he looks like cool. um he has been built like this but built well yeah cool. so, so not balls. like sewn together with pieces cool okay so mali is just hugging him so tight and is just like so pleased to see him also taking into the fact that it's a lot harder to hug him yeah. now because he's, he, he's a lot huge bigger. so yeah. he's horse size or bigger than a horse um like a large horse like a war horse like a Clyde's like daily yeah big like bull. a very big horse yeah. yeah a very big boy and and as i'm doing that obviously there's this cloudy thing and i go to like like push my hand through it to be like, well, that's weird. You don't see clouds down <laughs> this low usually. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, having seen this as, like, my first thing on this plane, going for a hug. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've seen. <laughs> can I, can I feel that? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> is it like hugging, like, water? Will my arms go right through? Or, like, you do t- you have, you like, tell shape me. I can hold? You know? Because I would. I'd just hug as well. Because I'm just in a huggy mood right now. <laughs> Surely I've got, like, um, cotton candy consistency, right? Cool. Well, I mean, I guess you're deciding, so... I can I can be dense. Have you ever been in, like, a thick fog and you can feel it? Yeah. Thick with two Cs. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. What up? 
<laughs> I was like, Dents doesn't have two C's. Um, <laughs> it does if you can't no, spell I it. Was, I was being dense. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I hug back, and then I'm confused as to why I'm hugging a cloud, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I sort of, ah, uh, hello? I'm just sitting in it. I'm enjoying the moment. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Banfor, like, uh, I'm hugging a cloud. <laughs> uh, Banfor, um, halfway down, um, something uh, smoky um, <laughs> replies, "As am I." <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and wanders over and sort of tries to waft a hand through the new world. <laughs> like that's both the bad reaction. Wafty, wafty, waft, waft, waft. <laughs> I feel like it, it crosses some sort of social etiquette to put your hand through someone. <laughs> That's generally across folks. cultures, even amongst humans. Really. <laughs> right, it's not just a cloud thing. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I just, within human culture, it's... Oh, so generally frowned upon. Yeah. yeah, it's good to know that our, our two communities have a lot, to, a lot in common. Wow. <laughs> Shouldn't put your hand through a person. One. <laughs> <laughs> Two, use the utensils from the outside in. Oh, outside in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I will point out two things. One, Arcus knows nothing of the material realm. They have never been here ever. This is their first experience here. Cool. Um, and two, I've forgotten what the second thing was. <laughs> Brad is good at remembering things. Two. Technically, you did have two points. One of them was just pointless. Um, well that's very cool I mean strange whatnots and happenings pop up fairly frequently Um, so I don't know that that Banffor's taking a particular interest Yeah. um, as it's not really edible or killable or or readily so Banffor this thing is hugging me back (laughs) well I mean it seems nice what I mean, do you want it, me to do it does here? seem friendly. <laughs> I'm just confused. It hasn't really said um, anything. Banfor questioningly stabs it. <laughs> Ow. Um, oh, okay, so... I think you're hurting Banfor, it. Poke, poke, poke. I think you're Banfor, hurting it. Banfor, make a dagger attack against Arcus's AC. We're in combat now. <laughs> I feel like we just had a discussion Luckily. about not putting things into people. Um, no, it's like said about putting things through people. This is just investigation. Um, ah. That's a nine, luckily. With the pointy end. I'm calling that an unarmed strike, and that's a nine to hit. That's a nine. Okay, what's Arcus's AC? Uh, that's such a good question. Um, <laughs> Twelve. Thank you for asking it. <laughs> Twelve, Twelve, so not a hit. Yeah. Cool. Good. But Somehow you missed the cloud. <laughs> See now, so I think Atkins just feels like now you're going in for a hug because I still don't really understand what's happening. Oh, so a like... knife hug! <laughs> yeah, pull you in for a knife hug. <laughs> it's a and knife. I'm like, See, it hugs. It hugs, baby. Why does it hug? Why does it do that? Stop this. This is not. I don't. I don't want it. Stop it. Oh. I don't... Um. <laughs> It's okay. The wind seemed to whisper <laughs> moistly in his ear. 
Oh, great. Oh, sort of um, struggles like a cat when you pick it up from the top. <laughs> and sort of has his arms out longwards like a similarly picked up cat and is obviously uncomfortable. Oh. Can we get merch that says I'm coming in for a knife hug? <laughs> <laughs> it's your old pal coming in for a knife hug. Um, oh, the other, the other point I wanted to make, I, I have remembered it now, is that you guys, you, Banfor and Marley, met a cloud demon only a week ago, and yeah. tell, Arca, tell Arcus, or tell JD at least, out of game, how that went. Oh, it was fine. Everyone had a good time. Um, <laughs> there, there, was a, there was a moment or two where it may have been forced inside of one of us, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. then similarly forced to exit in a way that was internally pleasurable for that same person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Not so was... much for the cloud demon, can I just point out? Oh, look, it was also quite naive about the world, and but not for that long. So, so Banfor encouraged the cloud demon to go inside him to, like, have a look around inside there, but then shut all of the holes in the mouth Except area, for... forcing him to go out the other way. Elsewhere. Ah. Tell you what, um... you never felt so clean. <laughs> or so dirty. In the best so way. So he probably won't make that mistake again, but I'm just letting you know that's what happened to the last one. Okay, kind of rude of you to say that was a mistake. That was entirely <laughs> what I wanted to happen, and it turned out great. So. so all the hand putting through me was just revenge. <laughs> oh no, that was for him going through you last time. No, <laughs> it was. No, uh, he really, he really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I made that happen. That was. Uh, he he we'll came out quite traumatized. I'm pretty sure yeah. he still has PD, PTSD. PTSD. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Post- I hate it. <laughs> Thanks. That's terrible. Never stop. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. So that happened. And okay. so yeah, so, so we're we're yeah. we're in the square and we're, <laughs> we're hugging a cloud demon. Everyone's um, getting hugged. Do you know Swift? Are you one of them? Are you one of them? Wow. <laughs> yeah, what what them? <laughs> Molly would be <laughs> straight to the them? point. Uh, um, I don't. Mm, I don't know who Swift is. Um, well, he, I'm I'm one of me. He was a demon of Tratora. You know, the god oh. Tratora of the weather and the elements and stuff. Then yes, I am a them. Is that what you call us? Thems? Well, I don't really know. I only met one. Great. And <laughs> uh... <laughs> um leans down real close and says, Do you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say no. Say no. No. Mm, mm, yes. <laughs> Do you think you Absolutely. can fit in my mouth? I thought you were going to show me a magic trick. I feel like if I get in your mouth, it's me performing the trick. <laughs> and, what um, a Saturday night we're having, all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> will I be compensated if I do the trick? <laughs> well, it's interesting to note that upon entering the corporeal realm, you've got an idea of finances. Ah, well, money's everywhere. <laughs> you know, capitalism. Uh, <laughs> what do you use for money in your realm? Oh, um, rain droplets. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I love that. That is canon in your realm. 
how how are you keeping them separated, or do you just have like is oh, it a weight it's very, system? It's very advanced. I wouldn't expect you know a groundling to understand. Or effective. <laughs> and using a word of hate like that has really it's, shattered. Oh well, look, look, it's not a slur. It's not a slur. Is that Maybe what we are? Too. <laughs> and use a hard G at the end. It's fine. <laughs> the hard G at the this, this is gold. I I wish every session was just me sitting back with all of you making me laugh. That's ideally <laughs> it doesn't what happen happens. very often. I'm sorry about that. No, so uh, thanks for letting us know that we've been terrible. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, well, it's like, um, oh. do you have a name? Mine's Marley Craft. Oh, yeah. Have you I, heard I of me, by I the way? Heard of you? No, I'm. I don't know anyone here. Um, my name's Atkus, but yeah, it's that growl and demon that I did before. And yeah, demon yeah. and uh-huh. in infernal. That's the proper term. That was that was scary. I I, I don't know what you said there. Uh, I can speak these ones. Oh no! And, and she she does common, and then she does dwarvish, and then elvish, and then orc. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just going, Hi, my name is Marley Crab. And all of those languages. There is a large crowd of people who are who are still on edge from the fight and the giant wolf. That they are now confused on top of that and they're starting some people are leaving, but some are still crowding around to figure out what on earth is going on right now. Um but um uh, puts out um, puts out a hand questioningly and says, "Hello, I'm 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 bad for what?" And this, uh, and he reaches into the crowd and just grabs a random person and drags them forward. And this is, um, Stephen. It's Stephen. And he throws them away and grabs another one and says, "And this right here, this is." Well, Sarge was my name. Please let Sarge me go, sir. Throws her away. All right, everybody, line them up, please. Line it up. We're all making friends. Banful, Banful, I don't think we have... What? I, I think we're causing a bit of a scene. Bit of a scene? Yeah, it might be because of the giant hodge. Oh, oh that. Ugh. And also, you know what you they saw get? us you kill a person. A lot. Did you? Yeah, you, but he was a bit of a prick, wasn't he? No, I mean, he was, but like I feel like we've just killed a person and the corpse is still on the ground and now we're talking to clouds Ooh. and we have a giant no, wolf. Good point. I mean, with That's wings. my corpse. No one oh, touched it. Oh, she looks so pretty corpse. with wings. Uh, Banfor stomps over um, to his corpse um, and, and brushes people away, lest they try and steal it from him. Yeah. No, people clear a very wide radius uh, away from you. Um, and you even notice that in, amongst the crowd are armed city guards who are not in, uh, encroaching on your position at all. They are just spectators like everyone else. Banfor uh, um, uh, sort of uh, knocks on one of their breastplates and says, all right, mate, got a smoke. Oh, don't smoke myself. Mrs. made me give it up, you know what I'm saying? Airfall gets nice and close and goes, Boy, Ben, go get some, didn't you? Roll persuasion or intimidation? What are you trying to do here? Remember, you've got a plus 20 once a day if you do transform into a demon. Um, I think I'd like to transform <laughs> into a demon because I rolled a three. Um, <laughs> and that's also... Um, uh, so it's a seven, so it's 27. Okay, so you, first you need to say the incantation and then describe to me how it looks. 
Benfour um, leans in even closer and whispers in the man's ear, who's a spooky boy? <laughs> um, and immediately flares uh, into a jet black mass of tendrils um, with two um, slit red eyes uh, that that sort of pervade um, such strong light that like beams um, shoot out of this mass from within. Like imagine a, a shell that explodes tentacles. Well, like- like Cyclops from X-Men. Yeah, but with a cycloptic eye within the middle. Molly, uh, Molly yeah, elbows Agus and says, can you do that? I, I already look like a demon. <laughs> yeah, but like that? Like, is that a normal demon thing or is that like a seriously weird demon thing? I don't know. I don't know what demons I, look like. You know, everyone comes in all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I look kind of embarrassed and like off to the side. <laughs> it's got to be pretty hard to judge in the demon community. Um, <laughs> I've only met yeah, four. three, four. Yeah, you guys have actually met quite a lot of demons. Five. Uh, ben, <laughs> ben for the the guard falls over himself backwards. He goes, oh, yes, uh, Mr. Yeah. And then people just scream and run in all directions. Um, following, uh, and a lot of them follow this guard away to wherever he's going. It's like a stampede away from you. What I want to know though, have... is this Banfor's dudes come back with the meat pie yet? <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, he sent someone to get a meat pie. Yeah, sure. One of yeah. your boys is here with a meat pie. He's just standing ne- um, nervously in place as people flee. And so he becomes visible as the crowd dissipates. <laughs> There's just a man standing holding a pie out in one hand. Looks like he's been uh, holding it for ages, like his hand's tired. Uh, Banfor wanders over... Um... Cracks it in half and throws half to Hodge. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, Marley, how close are you to Hodge's face while you're hugging him? Yeah, pretty close. I'd still be pretty close. I'm, like, basically patting his neck this whole time. Okay. Because I'm, like, I barely can believe he's back, so I just don't want to, like, yeah. He violently whips his head to catch this flying meat pie, and I'd say you get knocked to the ground in the process. Fair enough. But then he, he chews on the meat pie in, like, half a chew, and it's gone. And then he sort of looks at you with a bit of, like, sorrow in his eyes. And I just leap up to my feet and give him a hug. And I'm like, oh, it's okay, Hodgie. Both of us aren't used to your size. And then he eats you and you die. Cool. Uh, I go death by Hodge. I'm okay with it. Uh, Bamfor's um, dragged over um, the corpse of our Patreon subscriber um, <laughs> and sort of just is nudging it towards Hodge. Like, here you go, mate. Off you go. Um, okay, Who's so hungry? Ben Edwards, if you are listening to this episode, um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll. I'm okay with it. I mean, Look, Hodge, Hodge is going to be fed somehow. Hodge is an animal. He's a large animal. He requires fuel. I'm going to yeah. roll a d20 to see if to Hodge, see if Hodge, eats, Hodge you. eats people. I mean, to be honest, it's pretty fresh too. So yeah, this, it's also this a human nar- man. This narratively makes sense. So hang I'm- on. I'm feeling if this is it. if this is below a seven, so if it's one to six, Hodge definitely eats the body of Ben Edwards. Okay. Also, I, I'm really excited to break Hodge within ten minutes of him appearing. <laughs> if this is a seven to twelve, he sniffs it and gives it a really good thought, and then decides not to. If it's thirteen up, he decides, no, I'm not eating a dead person. <laughs> yeah. Flat out. Well, Okay. So if it's that 7 to 12, 
That's a 10. So he comes over, he gives it a good sniff, and you think he's definitely going to eat this body. And he starts, like, moving around with his nose a little bit, like playing with his food. Yeah, Yeah, checking it out. And then he sort of takes a few steps back, and you get the impression, like, he's just saying, no. So the door's still open for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Marley processes that for a second. (laughs) Um, How is Akis reacting to any of this? Um, yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> uh, lots of new things happening here. Is that customary? I have a question. Um, if someone says that they are uh, vegan or vegetarian, right? But then, like, the the person that's being, the food that's being eaten submits to being eaten, is that still veganism? Yes. Like in a no. cannibalistic way, if someone is like, you can cannibalize me and you eat them, is that still vegan? No. There was no That's... animal suffering involved. <laughs> I'd say that it's yeah. moral <laughs> carnivorism. I mean, it, it's factually it not vegan, does, but the, it's ideologically vegan. Problem, yeah, is the morality problem that it's a meat that we don't eat because we don't eat it because we are it? Is that the problem? Or is it Consent. because it's meat? <laughs> right because i had a vegan tell me the other day they would eat another person and like i would eat animals but i wouldn't eat another person and i don't Where know are who's they talking about like, this feels like an extension of the come argument they're talking about eating <laughs> another person you know what i mean like there are two different eating out and eating in yeah uh, wink, wink wink no i i yeah. don't think it was sexual but it could okay. have been oh, no, like it's, it's the same with like sexual eating like if you know um you know that's so, technically vegan apparently swallowing is vegan yeah so that's what's happening here but that, with the dog but technically <laughs> that's an animal produce isn't it who's eating the dog which is, is hodge vegan no hodge just made a choice uh, a reluctant choice to not eat the human yeah. uh, in yes. front. but if ben edwards was vegan <laughs> <laughs> Well, if he was, he, if you eat a vegan, would then that's not a crime. Would he submit to being eaten? Would he submit to being Hodge. eaten by Hodge? <laughs> right, um, <laughs> drop me an email, Ben. Um, <laughs> Let us know for future. We'll just cut the body around and yell. Oh, I intend to bring it with. There's a lot of things you can do with a body. All of them fun. Some of them sexy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is going places I didn't what? expect. He's a Patreon subscriber. He knows all Mate, about what Bamford does with script. bodies. Yes. I'm half expecting the hands to be cut off and put on the horns on his helmet. I have moved oh, no. past hand hats. Oh, I have moved past them. Thank you. I have evolved. <laughs> I now have sentient mice to do my bidding. Thank That's you. true. That's true. I will be feeding it to them. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, we don't have um, okay. so, we don't have pigs, uh, right, or hogs. Um, on that on that note, Ben for um, it sort of drags off uh, Ben Edwards to one of the um, ever-growing termite mound constructions on the sides of buildings around the town. Um, kicks a big hole in it and sort of stuffs him halfway in. Feed him to the horde. <laughs> yeah, feed him to the horde. Oh my god, this is... You are ruining this city. This is grotesque. And I hate it and love it at the same time. <laughs> and and I look over at Kiss and I'm like, Oh, Banffle has an army of pet mice. And he feeds them. Weird stuff sometimes. They're very Again, friendly. Not Would you like? Normal, would you like one? 
but we accept it. Don't would I like, like a, a mouse? Would I like a mouse? Would you like a mouse? Do you know what a mouse is? Uh, no. What's it's like a, mouse? a dog, but smaller and better. Oi, oi! <laughs> uh, Banfor emits a, a fun whistle. Roll animal <laughs> handling. Do I get at least advantage? Because nope. I gave them life. Roll oh, animal handling. Well, luckily, that's now. a 19. It's a 19? Yep, a mouse uh, hold on. heeds well, an 18. your call. A mouse heeds your call and it runs right to you and up your leg and then out um, along your extended arm and it rests in your palm and looks at you what's expectantly. He, what's, he, what's he like? It's just a typical grey-brown mouse. Does Nothing. Have, he's not. Has, it's not clothed. It's not anything outside of a regular-looking mouse. Uh, Banfoot holds up the hand and says, That's a mouse. Oh, can I take it? I want to hold it. That's your mouse. <gasps> mouse, you're hers. He, does, <laughs> he doesn't know what you're saying, but if you hold him for long enough, he probably won't run away anymore. If you have any nuts or grains on you, he will eat them. Also, mouse poos look like nuts and grains, so be aware of that. Oh, not my nuts and grains. <laughs> what? Not my nuts and grains. My nuts and grains, my collection. <laughs> my scroggin, no. Like, where are you keeping that? Is your backpack By the way, clouds too? Do you have a backpack? Um, do I have clothing? That's such a good question. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just like, do you? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the mechanics of Atkus's um, external features and requirements entirely in JD's hands. Okay. Um, I reckon I do because I have an armor class, so I must be wearing armor. Not necessarily. Yeah, well, it, it, the, your, <laughs> your, you could have just sort of natural armor in that your body mm, can just can becoming can become incorporeal at opportune times like someone tries to stab a knife at you and the section they're stabbing just dissipates and then reappears that does make it hard to hit which would make your armor class higher so this is my opportunity to be always naked um i reckon probably i avoid wearing too many clothes because i do become incorporeal in parts but you know maybe there'll be a fun hat for me later on who knows cool um i did have a thought and (laughs) I'll run this by you to see if you guys like it all collectively as a group. Um, in that, with uh, Atkus's lineage being that of a cloud demon with a semi-corporeal form, they can't fly, but they can sort of be swept up in the jet stream of flying things. Can they be conveniently pushed by thunder waves? But Can they put be put in a big bag? Do you ever uh, feel <laughs> I, like if they were just I'm on all... the edge of my thunder wave and I'm wall of forcing and stuff? If the if the force hits, can they be swept with that? I am as a DM one hundred. I'm one hundred percent on board with any shenanigans that you all agree on <laughs> regarding Atkus's interesting corporeal form. Because that could be quite a fun thing. My goal at this point is to be a kite. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It's like, well, we could stuff you inside a balloon and warm you up. Also, you could probably just ride around on Hodge and just drop off at convenient points. You couldn't (gasps) get on Hodge. You might be able to get in Hodge. Yeah, but I feel like you'd just be able to, like... (laughs) You could be stowed. 
know. I feel like if Hodge's wings are flapping and stuff, then there'll be like a slipstream, right? Like you could just kind of ride in that. That's, that's what I had to a kite. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I had in mind because I yeah. did specify Hodge is large enough to be ridden by two people. And yeah. I thought, how could how could this third person be incorporated? I know yeah. they are as light as wind. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Yes, but also yeah. Incorporeal related. Okay. <laughs> um, I Oliver. I mean, I, Oliver. obviously, Fun! I'm not. I'm not at home in a fantasy world um, because of my <laughs> correctile dysfunction. However, <laughs> I feel strongly that the bag option is the most in line with with normal physics. However, twice, however squared, um, we're here to have fun, so I'll try not to be um, too much a about it. A party pooper. Although a bag yes. could double as a parachute. A bag, this is what I'm thinking, you know, is yeah. that we have a potentially lighter than air amigo, um, so for those of us who don't want to ride on an abomination unto God, um, <laughs> there could be a hot air balloon scenario. So that would be fun. <laughs> you just want a different transportation method. I'm... We'll take separate cars. We'll we'll take Atkins, separate isn't, car. Atkins isn't a what bundle of hot air. Well, she can be warmed. He, it, he, it, they. 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 Yeah. They. they. Yeah. Are your pronouns um, waft and breeze? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. The two genders. Clouds. <laughs> My <sun>. pronouns are... <laughs> and, oh, please... Uh, Please, can we make that canon in your realm, Atkus? That the two g- there's a binary system of waft and breeze. I'm a waft and I'm a breeze. Uh, no, I mean obviously any sort of cloud-based system has to be fluid. Okay. <laughs> well, it would be. I mean, a water demon obviously would be much more gender fluid. How are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, we're more gender gaseous. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, look, it's oh all a god. state of being, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's one of the three. Uh, well, four, because your boy always forgets about plasma, which is one of the <laughs> matter. You three okay. are fun. I like this. <laughs> so far, let's, we've let's had a half a chat in a sweet... Therefore, is stuffing a body into a mouse to my mind, and Akis has a mouse. D's to every word that ends in an N. Shush. And Agus has a mouse running around yes, in them. My best friend. Yep. <laughs> on? Um, around? On, in, I don't know. Yes. That's Agus's choice. Meanwhile, you know, Molly's the... like patting Hodge and thinking about where they're going to hide Hodge. <laughs> I feel Keep like Hodge. I just pull it my body and I just like take the mouse and I just like tuck it in like I've got a little pocket up in my like if I had a shirt there that's where it would be and I tuck yeah. the mouse in there and he just like he's sitting in there for now if, if you're like cloud then you can make things right like you can just make it look like you have things on yeah you ever been cloud watching yeah. clouds can look like all kinds of things we can yeah, put you in a exactly. trench coat and a hat and a scarf and pretend that you're a man like in flubber that is too crazy <laughs> okay don't do that that's too crazy um, okay. Don't just turn it down a bit, okay? Are you good sad. at sneaking? Do you have yeah. good sneak stats? Uh, you'd think. A cloud rogue. <laughs> uh, I think I'm. Um, I am. I am a cleric. 
because oh. uh you know it, when you live with the literal gods yeah. it's kind of hard not to believe in them mm. peer pressure well, this is like your rumspringer does that mean you have healing <laughs> i do yes i believe oh yeah. my god brad did we just get a player with healing <laughs> so we don't have to die um, I, when I helped to build this character, I focused mostly on weather-based magic for obvious reasons. But I'm pretty sure there are healing things in there too. Yeah, I think I've got like cure wounds. That's Maybe. very exciting. Because I have um, cure wounds, but it's, it's on on that note. Um, I'm at I'm at 22 hit points of nearly 70. Oh, um, I so have I'm six. going to. So we're going to go oh, back cool. to the Necropodicon and try and house. Hodge somewhere and rest, is right? It like this clo- thing. Which are we sort of equidistant between Necropodicon and my literal kingdom? Um, you are in the middle of the city, so which is kind of the merchants' district. So I would say you're probably much closer to the Necro, but your kingdom borders this area anyway. So you're sort of equidistant to the Necropodicon as you are to the edge of the Vice District. Um, Banfor sort of um wanders over to the nearest barricade, uh, demarcating uh, the, the Vice Kingdom, uh, the Kingdom of Vice, um, and um, sort of just has a bit of a chit-chat and asks them if they wouldn't mind just pushing the barricade a bit closer to the Necropodicon. Um, <laughs> just taking over the Merchants District too. Uh, there's going to be put, problems. Just, Marley's not going to allow that. Just pushing it a bit closer. Marley's um, not going to allow that. They're Banffor, these are good people. You can't just take their businesses into the Vice District. That's not how this works. What do you mean? That's exactly how this works. We've no, got more people. You with, can't take with these people's businesses and their houses and remove them from them. That's not how. I it didn't works, say I was going to do that. It just means that they've got a wall to their left instead of their right. Do you think that they want that? You have to have a conversation with them. All right. Oi! <laughs> Banfor kicks down the door to the nearest shop. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you walk into a store, you kick down the door, and it looks like it is a like pottery and um, and china and generally things that utilities and things you would use to eat and cook. Uh, Banfor walks uh, <laughs> walks directly up to uh, the person behind the counter. It's and, a very uh, kindly looking old human woman. She's very old, like ninety plus, and uh, knocks gently on the counter. Excuse me, madam. How are Molly you? Molly is right behind him, by the way. Oh, so you followed? Where's Hodge oh, yeah. and where's Atkus? Uh, like I'm Hodge trailing is... along behind. Hodge just... I told, I told Hodge stay and just marched in behind Banfor. Okay, Hodge just sits in the middle of town <laughs> with people avoiding him. Uh, um, good, good evening, uh, 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 old face. Uh, how, how good I... Uh, that's not... My, my name is... Gertrude, that's not a nice thing to say to me. My face is old because I'm old. Your face is silly because you're silly. Well, I mean, it looks like we're both throwing insults back and forth. So, I mean, who's really got the upper hand here? By the by, have you noticed all those barricades going up? I have. It's a horrible business. Aren't they? Wouldn't you, don't you wish they would move? I would wish they would go away. Absolutely. Well, move them. If I should, I'll move one right away if you like. No, 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 say no. Are you Are you the person who's going to clean up our streets to get rid of those horrible barriers? Well, I mean, funny no, thing that's... about the barriers 
is the streets are actually cleaner behind them. Also, I notice you've got a limp. Have you heard of universal healthcare? That is not that is not a thing, Banfor. No, because you won't feel that limp. Because, lady, I will give you so many of these little fun pills I'm that saying, you'll fly to your grave. My, my grandson takes those and makes him act all crazy. Doesn't it, Jess? Queen, Would you like to try one? Queen Who's Shan of Brus is already looking after these businesses. They do not need you. You don't need to own everything. That is not how business works. I don't want to own everything. I just like having barricades. I'm so confused. Is anyone going to buy some pottery? Yes, I'll buy some pottery. All right? Far. Uh, Banforce <laughs> picks up a, a stack of plates and puts them on the counter, breaking most of them. Oh, that took, that took a lot of work to make those. Oh, be well, here's a lot of money then, and drops um, a handful of gold pieces on her. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Um, but what, what, what are you doing with these barriers? Um, I was going to move them. Do you want no. them moved? He's not going to move them. Yes, I was yes, going to move them back, so I won't move them back. Where shall I move them? No, move. do not tell him to move them because it'll take over your shop. I won't take over your shop. I don't want pottery. I don't want anyone taking over my shop. My family's over the shop. Can we just go, please? Mm. You do not need to move the barriers closer. You have the vice district. That is enough. And Molly actually wants to roll like intimidation or whatever to get him to stop. Okay, what's that thing over there? Pointing at Atticus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, how big's your biggest pot? You can't just call me a thing. <laughs> so rude. Well, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't know. She just needs clouds standing behind these people. That's Atticus. Then you here, <laughs> and uh, then I, or, turns uh, inquires back. as to her largest pot. Um, she points over to the right side of the or her right side of the room and there is a huge glazed clay pot that's like a like a giant witch's cauldron basically uh does it have a stopper i would say it doesn't have a stopper um i think it's probably fine yeah so um Banfor sort of um buys it and drags it outside okay she tells you it costs 10 gold Banfor has already given her several gold and okay. gives her a look so he just takes it <laughs> yeah because i've already paid for this yeah, you just drag it out. <laughs> you you now own a giant pot. Well done. Good. We've 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 finished D and D. I won the, campaign, the game, right? That's what I'm... we were supposed to do today. <laughs> Get pot. pots and pot, um, pots and outside. Pottery. There's a there's a general banging, scraping noise as the barricades are put put pushed forward. No, uh, Marley Bam would never let that over. happen. I'm telling you right now, I would Bam fight Bam him Bam and take him down Bam if he tried. Looks over. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you. And signals to stop. Yeah, you better, because I would, like, I'm ready to fight. I don't even care that I've only got six head hit points. I would go down for that. Banfor um, glumly sits in his pot. By the way, I rolled an 18 on my What for? To get him to, To like, intimidate him? Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. I, I oh, you tell me. Roll, that I was rolling. Roll, yeah, sure. 18 intimidation, roll a wisdom save, I guess, to not be intimidated. Yeah, so or 18 on the wisdom. dice plus 8. So 26. Well, that's a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marley successfully intimidates you into stopping. Into um, what was the... Oh, wisdom. I have a negative one, so it's a zero. <laughs> Against my 26. I think I hurt sit- myself in my brain. <laughs> You're just sitting on a pot. He's just sitting in a pot. <laughs> Glumly. Ah. <laughs> uh. 
Is she intimidating, or is he intimidated? Well, are we intimidating? Molly would have been real feisty looking there. She would have been raging. <laughs> on behalf of all the business owners. Including the Necropoticon, like... by the way, which I'm trying to buy. And the Vice District really would have just not helped my clientele. Banfor's <laughs> sitting in the pot, just muttering, like, you know... Well, Burn, burn this whole city down! I don't even, I don't even, I don't even want it. I don't even, didn't even want to move there. Okay, I'll burn it all down. I don't care. I just, I just, I just want to move a barricade. Fucking, this is, this is just being mean for no reason. Just an old lady being mean about my face, and you now everyone's being mean. Like clouds showing up for no reason. Why is there a cloud here? Why is a dog got wings? I don't know. He's got dog wings. I can't move barricade. Can I conjure like? I don't even know if I can do this. I want to make like a little rain cloud over his head while he's doing this. Let me just check. <laughs> um, I, th- I believe you have the cantrip thaumaturgy to do. I do have it, yeah. Um, but I will also, just for flavor's sake only, grant you minor magics like that. Like little, yeah. little flavor things you can do to do with weather. I'll just allow. Cool. I want to make it like, like you know, yeah, the cartoon rain cloud over his head. <laughs> do they, are they, how do you, do you, like, are you in a shape? Yeah, yeah I'm like, like human, like humanoid. A, I got like a, little, like a, little horns and little arms and two eyes, a nose and a mouth. So you're like defined enough to have fingers? It, like probably like ghostly, I would imagine. Hmm. Like I'm a fog or like I'm in a fog. But I am the fog. You're fog in a... What? (laughs) I am the fog. I am the fog. You know, like, when you see someone in a fog and they're hard to see, but also... Because I am the fog. (laughs) So, like, you know how Batman is the knight, but he's also Batman? I'm the fog. (laughs) I'm fog, man. I'm fog, man. I am Fogman. <laughs> is that like your persona now? <laughs> <He's>, dead. <laughs> they've just been standing there watching Bamfor and I argue, and they've been like practicing who they are. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm like, I don't know who I am. I've got amnesia. The only like solution to this is that I've got to become a vigilante that saves the world. Obviously. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? It's really it's, the only logical conclusion. Basic storytelling. Got an alter ego who just wears a hat. <laughs> then takes off the hat. <laughs> oh my god, is that Fogman? <laughs> it's John Fogman. John but, I gotta, but I gotta disguise my voice, otherwise people will know who I am. <laughs> Just takes off a moustache and trilby. It is I, John Fogman, all along. <laughs> but attorney at law. <laughs> John Fogman, attorney at law. By day, uh, wispy th- philanthropist. No, I can't even say it. With a man. Uh, yeah, with a man. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Actually, though, um, yeah. small town with a man. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, like town to town selling weather. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Door to door with a Yeah. Hey, you look like you could do with some rain. <laughs> hey there. Do you know How what? Like, you, I reckon if, if someone could do that, if if someone could legitimately go around and do like a rain dance, like people would very much pay for that oh this yeah 100 percent. <laughs> the other day. anyway we're back in the middle of an alleyway 
<laughs> outside or near the Necropodicon. See, see, see my role in this. I argue with them for a lot, and then I try and get us back on track. Wait, I'm I'm gonna take us off track for like one second and just say that the other day I did do a rain dance because this is this is relevant to the conversation. I did a rain dance because someone cancelled on me, and <laughs> me and a lot of other people. So my friend and I did a rain dance, and then it got really cloudy and rained that evening. So. Nice. I'm not saying that I am the cloud demon, but I am Fogman. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're basically at the end of an episode that has had nothing happen but hilarity. This has been very, very funny. Um, and I like that we are back into the thick of Banfor and Marley being at each other's throats <laughs> for opposing ideologies. Which is where we left off in chapter three. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. Um, where, do you guys have anywhere you want to take this before we wrap up? Somewhere mm, that I makes think sense. <laughs> what we are we doing? Necropodicon. You guys need to rest, right? You're like very yeah, low like health. We need to. We need to rest. But um, like as we're walking, and Molly's called Hodge by by her old whistle. And I imagine like Hodge like standing up and like running after us is kinda of, like da, 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 da. I don't know why. Um, I'll get Yeah, I'll get you to roll animal handling for that as well. Yeah, fair. <gasps> Did she get any advantage with Hodge or can she make mistakes? I just mistakes? rolled a nineteen and I have plus five, so I was considering I was I was considering giving advantage and then I thought no, because Oliver didn't oh Banfor didn't have it with um with, his, with the mouse. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you don't get it with Hodge, um, but yeah, with, that's a high enough roll that yeah he leaps into action and charges through the streets to catch up with you, and people scream and flee because he is essentially a an abomination. Yeah, I'm aware, but I don't care. He's my hunter <laughs> and I love him, and he's Clydesdale sized, so I'm heading to the stables at the Necropodicon. Okay, cool. I have decided to name my mouse. no um i'm going to name it rain because it's my treasure and it's our currency rainman Um, i love that i love that so much that is fantastic jules too one time i named two jules too furious Jules Actually, two, Jules that Boogaloo. should be the name of this episode. Two Jules, two Jules too furious, furious. Because Molly got real bad. <laughs> two Jules quite furious. <laughs> um, one time I named a mouse that was a hero mouse, Mouse Eeldor, and Brad didn't get it. And that bugs me daily. I don't know why I'm telling you this specifically. I think it was just a way to bring up the time that Brad made me angry. Mm, yeah. Past grievances. The, the mm-hmm. rain clouds like still over your character. I know, <laughs> yeah, still the moving. Pot is <laughs> yeah. I'm, like I'm a rapidly filling pot full of tears and rain. Are you? How are you mm, walking salty. in the pot? I wasn't walking. Oh right, you're staying there. Okay, cool. Molly's, Molly just yelled at you. I'm going to the Necropodicon. You can go into the Eventually, vice district. And then she um, yells over her shoulder again at Banfort. There is nothing wrong with you having the vice district. I'm very proud of you for taking over a district and running it so well. I just don't think you need all of them, okay? And for, um, gets out of the pot and sort of like Charlie Brown walks after her 
And like just, just grumbling and like kicking at rocks and <laughs> boo. <laughs> and then uh, uh, at some point a, a guard will show up with a pack of cigarettes, which would be quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we and will... about the 30 people that followed him? They, they just, just fled. To get yeah. cigarettes. They right. just fled. They saw him running and chose to run too. Um, so yeah, we will wrap this up by uh, tying up those little stories. Um, yes, Banfor, you just sit and wait, and eventually a guard finds you and has a pack of um, cigarettes. <laughs> it looks it's it's not a regular pack of cigarettes. It's like a box that he's made himself of cigarettes he's rolled himself out of desperation. He couldn't find what you needed. So he's like, here, is this okay? And then he gives it to you and just runs. Uh, Um, Doesn't really remember asking for them. Sort of puts them in a pocket and says to himself, what a strange man. (laughs) (laughs) Marley uh, took Hodge to the Necropodicon. Did you try and take Hodge in or go straight to some other... Because he wouldn't fit through the door, but did no. you try? No, 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 no. So, so, so I've, <laughs> I've, I've decided that the Necropodicon has stables because that makes sense to me. It has, it has a very small stable for like suitable for one guest who has a horse. Yeah, cool. So that's where Hodge is. Um, if there is okay. a horse already in it, she's taken the horse out and tied it to the front. Okay, you've tied someone else's horse to the front of the Necropodicon. Yeah, she's gone inside um, to ask whose horse it is and is like giving them their money back or whatever on the stabling. Okay, you find there's just some traveling salesman, traveling merchant. I'm just like, Tyler, find whose horse that is and just give them their money back. I have reasons. I'll explain them later. (laughs) Oh, okay, Marley. uh, He paid for his horse to be there, but okay. No, I know, give, Uh, give him the money back. His horse isn't in the stables anymore. Maybe it'll be okay if I take it to some other stable on the other side of the merchant's district. Well, explain it to him before you steal his horse without talking to him, Tyler. Like, think the third. Uh, Also, is my money still under the mattress, or did you take it? I I haven't got around to taking anything. That was only, like, an hour ago. Okay, cool. (laughs) I need to talk to Paul. (laughs) Cool, and uh, we will close with... Atkus, which character of these two, if any, <laughs> are you choosing to follow? Or are you just going to go and be a blank slate out in the world learning about your surroundings? Right, I just spend uh, the, the next 20 years discovering what Earth is. No, I think I'd probably um, uh, follow along with uh, Jules's character because she seems like she's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Banfort is also following Jules. He's also following Marley. Just slower. Uh, just Charlie he Brownie. For a bit. Yeah. For his cigarettes. Okay. I will have sorted all of the horse, uh, the Hodge drama, horse drama before he gets there, probably. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows his way to the Necropodicon, and so you could be long gone before he ends up following. Mm. Um, cool. So, uh, last, lastly, Atkus, when you enter the inn... What is your immediate reaction of being inside a place? Oh, it's warm in here. Hmm. <laughs> then that's it. <laughs> Not a lot of air, though. Not a lot of representation for air. <laughs> There's not a lot of precipitation in here, and I'm not sure how to feel about it, but we'll see. <laughs> cool. I love it. 
that is great um that gives us a good place to pick up next time when i figure out how to uh railroad you guys into the next big story arc well at least cool. that way we're all in the same place we haven't said our ending episode though. oh yeah oh yeah so we haven't been really in the habit of doing that very much we're gonna have to do that for the live shows um yes yeah so yeah the end of the episode. episode. Yeah. episode. So that's Arcus, everybody. Um, I I don't know why we switched from saying Arcus to saying Atkus partway through the episode. Did you notice that? That was really weird. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely Arcus, A-R-C-U-S, for anyone who wants to write it down for any purposes. I don't know. Are you writing fanfic? That'd be pretty cool. Write some fanfic. Notice how I said fanfic instead of fanfiction? I'm one of the cool kids. Hashtag Brad is... One of the cool kids. Anyway, uh, will Banfor and Marley ever get along? Maybe Arcus will help them even out in the adventures to come. Uh, what will happen while they're relaxing at the Necropodicon Inn? I wonder if any live shows will happen. That would be weird, right? A uh, big thank you to our awesome supporters over on Patreon. Uh, they are Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blossom, Sarge Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Rod Rafamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Dela, Rihanna Kavalsek, Kevin Swift, and Ben Edwards. Anybody else who wants to show your support for the show, head on over to patreon.com slash fateofison to learn about the various reward tiers. And, uh, of course, while you're at it, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Those are all at Fate of Ison, uh, or email fateofison at gmail.com. Or head on over to the Necropodicon Network Discord server to chat with us in real time. There's a link to that on our website, fateofison.com. Alright, see you next week for the live shows, everybody. DM Brad out. Hello, hello, hello! This is Spencer from the Roleplay Guys hopping in here for a quick bumper. As you know, the Roleplaying Guys podcast is a proud member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. This network is home to a lot of other great shows too. For example, you may be curious what a podcast sounds if it were run by an evil villain. You'd definitely love the show A Necessary Evil. Or maybe you really love watching indie films and you want to hear some funny dudes chat about them. Check out the indie film review. What about a show that reminisces about the good old times of growing up, teasing the children that we used to be? Then check out the show Grow Out of It. The Necropodicon Network is a little garden of Eden, producing the world with a wonderful crop of shows. The Necropodicon Network. Hard to say, easy to listen. Greetings, podquesters. I am Colt Hawkins, famous bard of the podcast Intelligence Check. Intelligence Check is set in a Tolkien-esque world where our party members are forced by fate down the road of adventure. Literally, fate is physically forcing us. We keep trying to walk away, but the damn thing never lets up. Now I know what you're saying. Another D&D podcast? 
But trust me, I'm worth listening to. I mean, we're worth listening to. And doesn't this accent make you just want to trust me? Intelligence Check celebrates the camaraderie of lifelong friends, joking around a table while remaining true to their characters and story. We bring you short, bi-weekly adventures full of action, banter, too many tentacles, and a naked dwarf. Oh, dear God, someone please put some clothes on that dwarf. So roll an intelligence check, because the show you're listening to now is awesome, but you'll need something to hold you over while you wait for new episodes. Oh, come on, is that really the tagline we're using? 